Welcome back to the show, everybody. It's me, Jake Haps, and we are about to embark on another episode of The World According to Jake Haps. Um, thank you all for joining me, wherever you guys are in the world. I appreciate it. And, um, yeah, and you know, with that, I'm going to fade out the intro jazz music and get right into the episode. So, it's June. It's June 13th, Monday the 13th, a portentous day. Monday the 13th, almost, you know, almost synonymous with sounding like Friday the 13th, a day that's much more scary for some reason. I think because of Jason. I think because of the masked guy, Jason. Now, I'll come right out and say it. I've never seen the Jason movies. Um, What do I know about them? First of all, I know that I'm still too scared to see them. I'll never probably ever watch the Jason movies. What do I know about the Jason movies? Um, I think Jason is some type of zombie. I think he's an undead demon, right? Like a zombie, but not a zombie like, you know, in Walking Dead... What's the reason why they're back from the dead? Is it something with the CDC? Is it like a is it like a uh, biohazard? Something like that? I don't know. I don't know why the zombies are like come back to life. It doesn't make any sense uh, scientifically. But I mean, why make that something that you're gonna like not enjoy a media about? Um, but I don't think that that's how they come about. Uh, I think I don't think so. So I think I think um, Jason, the guy with the hockey mask, that I don't know what he does. He does he chainsaw people in half or something like that? I don't know what he does. He stabs he stabs teenagers over at like the lake. I don't know what he does. I think he te- he terrorizes teenagers that are about to have sex or that have had sex. I think the virgin. Again, I've never seen any of the movies. and um, But it is Monday the 13th, not Friday the 13th. Um, so Monday the 13th doesn't have like a, a guy like Jason attached to him. But if it did, maybe it would have like a, a Garfield. Like if Garfield was a zombie and he wore... Um, I don't know what he would wear. He probably would wear like the, the lasagna mask, the lasagna box that he always shovels in his face but with holes cut out of it and he'd be dead probably what happened was john arbuncle ran him over accidentally because fucking garfield's a lazy piece of shit uh really not um not our best and brightest uh as far as animals but still john arbuncle he ran him over in this scenario and um, an ancient curse was actually placed upon the Arbuncle residence. Um, so, so that's how Garfield became a zombie on Monday the 13th. Maybe that's one of the reasons why Garfield doesn't like Mondays. But actually, Garfield doesn't like Mondays because he is, um, as I said, a lazy piece of shit who does not rise to the occasion of life. Um, 
you know, I think that it's like, obviously, who, nobody wants to do anything. But like, you have to just try, I think. At least that's what I keep telling myself as things um, get difficult in life. And I feel like I d- also, I like Garfield would just like to to not do anything, but I keep doing stuff. I keep trying. Like one thing, one difference between me and Garfield on this Monday the 13th is that I don't sleep all day. And actually during the pandemic, I didn't even sleep all day. You know, most of the pandemic, I was like really revved up with the, um, with the passion of, of creating grading animals episodes most of the pandemic. And I pretty much still got up at least by nine o'clock. I was up and like making breakfast and trying to like put a positive spin on the day. You know, I didn't have a job for all of it, but and you guys know this, you, my loyal, I don't know, six or seven listeners who are with this podcast. But in any case, um, Garfield, on the other hand, I would have imagined being a cat and also being, um, you know, lazy, uh, you know, more lazy than the typical cat. He probably just slept the entire pandemic away and didn't and didn't do anything productive at all. And if it wasn't for uh, Jim Davis, his, uh, you know, you know, he has this empire of Garfield stuff, so he has to keep hiring people to to do the comics, do the Garfield comics. Um, he has a fleet of writers and uh, and and um, illustrators churning out Garfield episodes every single day, which he walks back and forth in the in the art studio with a whip cracking his whip at the artists to continue to produce the cartoon show, the cartoon strip that is known as Garfield. So, you know, Garfield and I have a lot of differences is all I'm saying. But, um, yeah, but what am I saying? Uh, how did I get to this topic? It's Monday the 13th. And, um, you know, it's summer. It's next week will be Monday the 20th. And the day after that will be Monday the 21st. And Monday the 21st will be the longest day of 2022. Because Monday the 21st will be what's known as the summer solstice. Um, and that is when cosmically the earth is most pointed at the sun and it's in the rotation to have the longest day on the planet. And um, I'm a little sad now that I found this out. I looked it up because I wasn't sure if the days get longer going through summer or if they got shorter after the solstice or if the solstice was like, all right, now we're going to have really, really long days all the way through. But unfortunately, I found out that their days are going to get shorter after next week, 
after Tuesday next week. And I really was sad about this because, um, because I feel like even though I'm working now, working at the school for deranged youth, um, and also at the after school job for young, uh, ambitious art children, uh, I feel like I'm missing out on something. I feel like I, I feel like I am squandering my potential or something like that, or, or I should be producing more things. My mind is all scrambled up because if you know, I was depressed before I had a job because I didn't have any money to support myself, and, um, you know, uh, the 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 need to like. I don't know, top my last creation for the whatever, whatever, whatever. But um, that was driving me crazy. And now that I am able to support myself and I do have work, now I'm like, how can I get back to making stuff and making that the arbiter of my of my validation for myself? So, you know, as like, and and if that sounds... Uh, stupid, but that's just how I think creative people feel. And, um, but you know, it's like, do you, what, what's, what, what happens? You just have to trust that you're on. I keep telling myself that I have to trust that I'm on the right path and that this moment that I'm in is part of the journey and that you can't just have. You have to have ups and downs. So I'm sad because I'm working so much and so I don't have much free time. And when I did have free time, like in the pandemic, the good old pandemic, when I had a lot of free time, I was um, creating, uh, creating animals, which I think that in my head, I'm like, oh man, I created this thing that I was so, I'm so proud of, but also it's like, how come I can't, I don't know, whatever, all the things that I've talked about a zillion trillion times on the show. But also even when I got depressed and was unable to do whatever, like at the end of the pandemic, like, um, le- like last year, like end of last year, like let's say November, like when I started this podcast pretty much, um, I was still doing like plain air and I was still going out and painting and stuff like that uh, because I didn't have a job and I was like free and I was still like trying to, to like uh, push my abilities or whatever, whatever. You know what? I'm almost the whatevers. The whatevers are that. Whenever I say whatever, whatever, when I was saying that, that's, that's how I feel. It's like surfing on my own... Um, willingness to um to not hear my own voice talk because i think that the, the problem is is that uh you either have like um you're either like an like an egotistical asshole who uh who like believes in themselves too much so they so you are like you're like uh you have no self-awareness of that you might be a moron so you're like just talking constantly and you have no idea and that's i think a lot of that's a lot of people on the internet i think you know um you know i think that the 
social media platforms sort of um, they attract people like that. Or you have like total self-consciousness where you want to silence yourself even if it's a good idea because you feel like you're not worthy of uh, opening your mouth in public. And I think um, there's a there's another component where it's like the the world like um, unfairly wants to I think there's like an element of the world that unfairly wants to um, silence everybody else because uh, there's like a what you would call it there's like a uh, hierarchy of status or something like that among people and the way to like climb the hierarchy is to like get past the people that you perceive are in front of you and that's like and the way you can do that is by like um i don't know i would say canceling but it's more like um it's more like when it's i i think that's just like a specter i think that if you're a nobody then you can't get canceled but like what's the worse than canceled is just being completely irrelevant to the world which could happen because you know you're old or you're just not in the cool scene or a lot of vari- various reasons um but i think that with like um within any within any uh like artistic or even um social like social scene where um where everybody like might what am I talking about? I'm t- what shit. I mean, you know what's weird. What I was going to say is that in in like uh in like a in like a creative scene there's this mentality that there's not enough um attention to go around and you find creative people like um like have their knives out against each other. Uh and I think like even at like jobs or even at like um like wherever there's a perceived limited um like a limited like pathway to success or something like that and everybody is like committed to like one goal, let's say, or not even goal, but like you find it like in jobs where like there's like um there's like the boss and people try to either avoid the boss or like kiss up to the boss and then it's like if you buy into that world if you buy into that world then you have to either give like you if you buy into it then you give a shit about like the hierarchy of it and you play the game um and within that like you know sometimes there's people who like care a little too much and they like want to talk shit about you behind your back or whatever like toxic work environments are i think the standard the standard of like how all human interaction is like they're like oh it's a toxic work environment but like toxic work environment is what happens when people get together in some type of community i think that it's not it's the that's the that's the rule and then positive environments or like quasi positive environments are the exception to the rule. 
I think I got, I think I, I, I talked my way through that somewhat decently. And I feel like we are, um, are, we're in a good place almost 20 minutes into this episode. Um, and, uh, I'll just like go into other shit. So what is that? What am I talking about? I'm just, I was just babbling for a while. I wonder, I hope, I wonder and hope that this stuff is, um, relatable, I guess. I don't even know. Relatable. Sometimes I'm like, where am I? Who the fuck am I? What is happening? Um, I last week was last week on Thursday was the grading animals three year anniversary. I, I should have I should have started the episode with that. Um, but I guess I had already forgot. Um, if you are a subscriber not a subscriber, but um, if you are a follower of Grading Animals, I have been putting up every single episode every day. I'm going to go... Um, I've been putting up... Meaning I've been putting them on my stories. Um, and in a disheartening uh, realization, because of my inconsistent posting on Grading Animals, now uh, all the stories that I put up like only go out to like 70 people. And it's really weird to think that like I had built this thing up and now like I'm watching it in total decline um, as like I put up like the reruns of this thing. And then I have to like accept that this is just the way of things. Uh, I have so many, I have so much like conflicting uh, feelings about it. Like um, I, you know, whatever. But in any case, three years from last Thursday. So the 9th was the three-year anniversary. Today's the 13th, as we know. Um, and so, yeah, like in 2019, I, I started the account and then I went really, really hard for like two years straight. And then I burned myself out in uh, November 2019 was the last... No, November... Uh, 2021 was the last episode I've posted. And then I posted a very crazy episode of like me being totally like insane and depressed that I took down like within like six hours in like um, probably January. Um, and then like, or February or whatever. And then whatever. So I haven't put an episode in 2022, but I intend to put some out in August when I have my month uh, vacation from school. Um, and, you know, I think that I'm going to make that be some type of closure to the series. Um, because I don't think like it's, I don't think the way I left it now is like, uh, is like a closure to the series, but I do want to, um, make something that, that can, that like, um, says what I wanted to say. Um, I think like uh it's not just me doing like um no I mean I think that there's like a storytelling to it and I think that it's like a meaningful marker of where I have been uh creatively and like part and like my feelings about nature um are also my feelings about society and um, th- I think that there's like 
metaphors that I've like hinted at in it that like I'll maybe, I don't know, follow through on. But it's going to be, I think it's going to be like a few episodes that are maybe a little longer, like the like the way the show had been going. Um, and, you know, I th- I think that like I have to, like in my heart, like it, I felt a burden lately, like as if I made this thing and then I, I have um, maybe people who like follow it, like have an expectation of like, oh, when's new episodes are going on or like what is happening or all this stuff. And I feel guilty about it because of the way social media is, of the way like it's not like I'm a season of a show or something like that. I'm just this entity that should continue to produce perpetually to keep up with like the tumult of every single thing, uh, you know, coming out. Um, but like, you know, really like what I found was that like, I, uh, I could only give so much and then life does what life does. And then, you know, you're just, um, you know, you grow and change and things happen. So, so like, maybe I like acknowledge that, that things are, that I'm not like able to do that right now and like free myself from the, from like the guilt of thinking like, um, I have to get back and produce at that like intense level that I was able to do during the pandemic, uh, because I didn't have a job. I was free of that. And I had all this like, um, potential energy of like proving myself as a creator. Um, and you know, like I've talked with my friends and even when I was doing therapy, like, like I, I did, like I did, I proved myself to myself at least like, you know, even when I went to Los Angeles, I was like, yo, like I earned this. I earned like the respect of peers who don't even know me who like, whatever, everybody, like I'm like, I get shown it constantly i get i it the the love that this show has like generated towards me is like overwhelming and like i appreciate it and i you know the this whole this whole podcast is like just run off of people who like want to support me so um yeah so anyway like there will be more episodes in august when i have my month off from school like this is my my day my days are like exhausting like I have been working so hard doing like you know 12 13 hour days on you know doing the two jobs um so that like I just don't have a lot of free time and like just everything is you know not um you know I so anyway so happy anniversary grading animals um and thanks everybody for supporting the show um you know i think like i yeah like i'm i definitely feel guilt about you know not being able to like produce like crazy um and it's weird because like not being able to produce like crazy also makes me feel like oh no like am i losing <laughs> Um, 
you know, so much of like creativity is like a competition with other artists. And like, I feel like I put so much of myself, um, like into this identity, uh, of that I'm this thing. And like, that's happened to me before. I, you know, I did that when I was in a band, I like my whole identity was wrapped up in my band. And then I was like, when it broke up, I was like, Oh, who the fuck am I? (laughs) And then like so many different things, like, uh, and then it's that, that's life. It's like, um, life is like, um, like forming, you know, the, the genesis and then the disillusion of things. Like when you look back throughout time and you look back to all the eras and even the eras that you, uh, were part of, like, I look back to when I was in high school and, you know, the nineties and just all the things that are now like nostalgia and the, how like bittersweet that is, because it's like, you can't, go back and recapture it. It's, it's like, it's not even there. It's like just the perception of like, you know, it's like a dream. It's like you're, you're trying to like cobble together like nothing or that, you know, the, I always think of like this feel, this sense when the, at the end of summer, when like the cool air starts coming in, like, it's hardly happens now because of fucking global warming, but like September, October, you get like a, a brisk chill in the air and it feels, it reminds, it's like a sense memory of like going to school for the first time when you're in elementary school or like in high school. And, and it's like, it puts you back in that place. And that's the only thing that can like connect you back to a, a time that has gone that is long gone. And then, you know, you think about all of the, like, you know, you just think about depending on how old you are, if you're, if you're younger, this has only happened a few times, but it will continue to happen. When you look back on like 10 years ago, um, you know, you look back on like your twenties and, and, you know, your thirties and you're, you look back to all the different, um, times that at the time felt so like, this is new. This is this is the fucking future. This is like tangible. This is who I am. And then it's just like you, if you're lucky, um, you know, it it just crumbles into history also. And then then you think about the people who like are gone, the people from your life that may have died, um, the people that like that that like only got up to a certain season, you know, got up to a certain place. Um, and then it's like, you're, you like, ha- or you feel happy that like, th- though it's depressing and like, though it's like, you know, you can never get back all, all your time. Then you become like covetous of the time that you have. And like, you're like, well, I don't want to fucking check out. I don't want to like leave. I want to like still see, do the best I can it's funny, man. Like I was, fe- I was feeling so low earlier this year that, like, I really, I don't know, man. Like, I really didn't like at at times. I was like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know that I wanted to. 
I don't know if I like it was tough, man. This this I did not like when the pandemic first started, I was in such like um uh like aggressively wanted to like just hole up and be a hermit and do my art and like that was like so awesome. I I I honestly like feel I miss that. I miss that like uh the drive and the freedom and the the runway of of time that I had, um, but like it really did like twenty twenty end of twenty twenty one, beginning of twenty twenty two like really, and everything everything came crashing down in my mind, and um, I feel I still feel like uh, a little bit like on my heels. I don't really have like a big social circle either. You know, I'm pretty uh I don't know if I've I don't know if I've like um always been like this or like if it's like something that has like is a multiplier effect as I get older. But like I or maybe it was the pandemic and that we all were not allowed to fucking do anything and then like you got like a, a mind complex of being around any social situation anyway could be that it sort of feels so good to like have like a scapegoat in the pandemic um but yeah like i'm like very an isolated person nowadays and um i feel like if i did have like some type of community of creative people who like had the same like um i don't know like motivations toward like success or not even success or just like just like something where i could um feel like i was uh going in the in the right direction and it and it wasn't all about me like it wasn't all like um on my shoulders to like weather the the confusion or like the um, that's the word I'm looking for like just the like the mixed signals of like uh trying to live a life or like for instance like right now I'm I'm thinking like okay so when I get free time again do like do I dive in without a net or like should I I don't know fucking honestly listen you were we're about a half an hour in and i'm glad if you have listened this far i do want to thank you for um being a part of the the podcast that is the world according to jcaps and that world is mostly like uh me and like a complainy in a complaining like boohoo vibe, which just sucks. I mean, I know. Um, that's just how I'm feeling right now. But the good thing is, Richie Rich forty two eighty eight, one of the only listeners of this show, has been so kind because I stopped. Um, I stopped asking for suggestions from the audience of of the Instagram. Um, kind of because I was not seeing, like, I've been having this thing where, like, it shows it to, like, under 100 people, and I'm like, this is not, 
this is like depressing me. But also, um, you know, I, I when that happens, I get like down. I take it personally. So I'm just like, all right, well, maybe I don't need the suggestion. So I'll just, uh, I'll just do this. I'll just be depressed on the podcast. But thankfully, um, Richie Rich forty two eighty eight, he um, he was like, caps. If you're if you're gonna record an episode, here are some suggestions. And really, let's be keep it real. Richie Rich forty two eighty eight, one of the only people that's ever given suggestions to this show. And listen, thank you so much. If we didn't have a Richie Rich 4288, I mean, I would have quit this thing a long time ago. But you know what? I'm not going to do that because I'm, like I said, I'm not a fucking Garfield. It may be Monday the 13th, but um, I'm not going to be a, a runover zombie cat Garfield on this show yet. So anyways, he has some suggestions and he wants me to talk about the first suggestion is tree frogs um you know tree frogs um this is an animal that uh that is covered in slime now i think all frogs are amphibians in fact i'm almost positive that frogs and salamanders are amphibians which means they they're like they need to have water around them. They gotta. That's like the main... That's what I would call a, a frog's main dealio. And salamanders, too. They need to be in moisture. But what you will find, and this is something that may surprise you, is what you will find is that salamanders, they're in more places than you think. Salamanders are constantly on the mushy ground of a... um of a forest. You'd think like, when you think of lizards, you know, you think of like lizards, snakes and shit, you know, maybe they're like burrowing in the ground, but you, you'll find salamanders everywhere. You'll find salamanders. There's salamanders living in gigantic redwood trees. How the hell they got up there, right? Now, that's exactly the thing that I'm talking about with these tree frogs, which I think tree frogs only live in hot ass tropical forests. But there is a tree, I think there's a tree turtle as well. He's not an amphibian. But what? But let's get back to the tree frogs. So the tree frogs, they, um, they live in tropical areas. So tropical areas are hot. And, you know, when it's hot, it's, it's like um, the moisture's in the air already. It's like just floating around in little water particles. Like you're just in a cloud. Humidity is like a cloud. Like if you've ever had a humid underwear, this is something I think even if you've never been to a tropical place, uh, when it's summertime, especially like next week when it's going to be Tuesday the 21st, the summer solstice, the kind of thing that you'll notice in especially a, uh, a global warmingly hot place like let's say New York or America, the two places, right? you will notice that if you're in a hot area, then your crotch may get humid because it's at the nexus of, you know, the two legs, which are like body parts. And then inside of there, like the heat, it like um, collects and moisture collects. And now if you ever had like 
like a sweaty ass, right? You have sweaty ass, possibly sweaty balls. If you're a woman, sweaty pussy, right? Just sweating, just sweating, you know? I've I've seen that women get sweaty under boobs. We all get sweaty under arms. So what I'm talking about right now is sweat, heat, humidity. Now just imagine, just imagine your crotch, right? Your sweaty like you know, like your balls sticking to the, your leg, just the whole the whole deal, right? Now just imagine that crotch but expanded to the size of a uh, a forest size of Brazil that's being like, you know, bulldozed down to make a palm oil tree field, you know, like that. But but still, even then, even when they bulldoze down the rainforest and the palm trees, the the palm oil um, plantations, still hot as fuck, still humid as fuck. So this is the, the stage that I'm setting for a tree frog, which is covered in a layer of slime. And um, and there's all different colors of them, you know, like they're sort of like Skittles, like taste the rainbow. But if you taste this frog's rainbow, I think you get you get dead, because one thing about tree frogs is that um, the Amazon people, the Amazon River people, which were um, you know, the last people to ever not have to be part of the world society which they should actually win an award for. Let's just take a moment to give the Amazon River people um, just a ding on a podcast, like salute that you guys were the last holdouts. You know, you guys don't have Instagram accounts. You don't have cell phones. You don't, like you never had... um, Google Wave. Do you remember Google Wave? Do you ever get an invite to Google Wave? Like, I don't know, like fucking 12 years ago, 15 years ago now, going back, probably like 2007. Remember Google Wave? Probably 2010, I'm going to think. You know, they never, yo, Amazon River people never watched HBO's Girls, right? Remember HBO's Girls, like when it was like, it's like, all right, we're in the era of hipsters. Like, this is like the most annoying person now. It was before, like, like woke version of people who are like now, you know, your whole existence is to tell somebody that they're racist or something, even though you never met them before. You're just like, oh, I'm looking at your skin, making a value judgment based on that, and I'm going to try to, you know, now you can't, now we have you know, I don't know who I'm mad at my dad, so I'm I'm fucking with your life. But HBO's Girls was a more that was like the 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 hipster era, which was a nihilistic. I kind of miss the hipster era. They were nihilistic about about shit. They were just like in it for themselves. They were real selfish pieces of shit. And that was the the people that that uh, Lena Dunham may she reps, may she rest in peace satirized in her show. But the Amazon River people never even watched that shit. They never even watched, they never even had an Apple iPhone or Apple computer or like, or a PC back in the 90s. They never had a PC. They never like went on um, new grounds to see like proto abstract memes. Um, Yeah. So like, but honestly, like, 
you Amazon River people, you're better for it. Like, I get it. You had to do other, you know, objectively stupid shit like, um, like put a plate in the front of your mouth for no reason because it actually it stretches your mouth out and then it gives you some type of transcendence of bliss of pain, pain transcendence pain bliss. Um, you know you have like rituals where like like a 13 year old boy has to get like his dick sliced for like um a male uh ritual of like of like growing up this is like i'm not kidding this is a you know real things that listen cultures all cultures are stupid all cultures have dumb shit in them you know what i mean like let's not get on our high horse and say that like uh our own culture is any better or worse but like the common denominator here is human beings who evolved a brain that was able to download knowledge from their ancestors, allowing them leisure time to dwell upon the the hell that is living and have to fucking acknowledge that we live uh, by killing and that we live um, by destroying and that uh, joy is fleeting and that uh, it's survival. All this shit that is not, like, fun. And, uh, you know, it kind of drives the human, uh, the human being crazy in one way or another. And our society is just like a psychosis uh, like various various psychotic reactions to like the chaos of living. So, I mean, another thing that the Amazon River people did, which is pretty cool, is what they do is they take the tree frogs and they rub it on um, poison darts. They rub it on darts and then they throw the darts at animals to kill them or they throw the darts at people to kill them. Um Yes, that's why they're called the poison dart frog, which is a type of tree frog. So thank you so much, Richie Rich 4288. That was a great suggestion. Which brings me to the next suggestion of um of Richie Rich 4288, who says aliens. Aliens, right? Aliens, disambiguation. Aliens, the movie from like 1981 or something with um Sigourney Weaver um aliens the uh like a a person from another planet which is stupid because honestly fuck space i may have mentioned this on a previous episode where i probably did a better riff about it but space if you're not aware is stupid it's ridiculous the whole concept of space it's like it's there's nothing up there at all for millions of miles and i'm not even being hyperbolic it's millions of miles and you will not find fucking thing and you can't even breathe you can't even breathe the wondrous aromas of space the like it looks like some parts of space look like a fucking flower. Like if you've seen some of these nebulas, it's like a fucking gorgeous blossom of some type of air flower. I don't even know. But first of all, I don't 
first of all, if you even get up close to that thing, the nebula, it doesn't even look like it. It's not even anything. It's just like that from far away. And you would think that it would smell like a rose. By a rose by other another any other another name. A rose by any another name would be not smell as sweet. But actually, or would it smell as sweet? But actually, it does have another name called nebula, and it doesn't smell as sweet because it's not even made of air. It's made of fucking probably not. If it's made of anything, it's made of some noxious ass space gases, which you also can't breathe because you cannot do shit in space without um without all this fucking equipment that took the human civilization from cave times all the way up until the 1960s to even make a, it's make something that you could barely survive in you have to literally go up inside of a tin can uh and you like boil to death inside of it if you don't wear like this ridiculous bee costume uh with like a fucking bathysphere hat on it sucks it's so stupid so also and then we got um then we got aliens right the concept of aliens that like even though all of that dumb bullshit is going on with space like can't breathe there can't go in there then we got these people who are like yeah but there's actually people style creatures that look like people but they're like i don't know four foot four foot eight they're like middle school sized people with big ass heads that look like a guitar pick like guitar pick shaped heads um that have like black eyes for some reason and they're gray or they're green and do they breathe this is the thing they're flying around in in an x-file style spaceship Actually, I'm surprised that I didn't even fucking... I thought I had this shit. They're flying around in an X-Files-style spaceship. They're flying around to the most ruralist red state areas, and they're taking hillbillies up there and fucking them in the ass with, like, a metal prong for some reason. Right? But are they breathing air? What the hell is this? I mean, you would think they would have gills or something like that. I know, enough of that. Enough enough X-Files. The X-Files, I'm so glad I have the I'm so glad I have the button. I think it does help us. But on the at the same time, it's like come on, like I can do this without the X-Files theme song. But it is nice to have it. It's called production value. But what I'm saying is that so the aliens have mouths, they have eyes, they have hands, they have arms. They look structure human structurally, structurally like a humanoid. So you're telling me they're breathing up in space, but then you're also telling me that you can't breathe in space. Like if I were to go in space, I'm going to need some oxygen to breathe cuz I breathe oxygen. But a spaceman who is like a human he doesn't have to breathe oxygen, but he doesn't have like some gills or like a solar panel on his head that like flaps out like a Dilophosaurus from from Jurassic Park. You don't even need that because he doesn't follow the same rules. So again, 
just another thing to say that alien shit is stupid. It's like it doesn't make sense. It does not. It's like either make up your mind. Can you breathe in space? Can I smell the wondrous aromas of space? Yes or no? Because if I can't do that, then and an alien is here and he's not have to be in a, in like a bee costume with a bathysphere on his head and have like one big sunglass, like a gigantic sunglass front on it. Why is that? Because otherwise we'll like literally melt, but he's fine. He can be in a spaceship. No problem. With it, which is like a, a straight up a tin can. It's like two tin cans. It's like um, it's like a tin bowl. You know what the fucking X-Files spaceship looks like. But the problem is, like, answer me this. Can you see out the front of it or not? Like, what's up with the spaceships where it's like, Either you have no windows on the spaceship and the aliens with their fucking gigantic head, which looks like a gigantic guitar pick, and they got sunglass eyes, but they don't have to see out their spaceship. But, or you have, and I'm sorry if this is going to fucking hurt your feelings, but Star Wars... And on and to a lesser sex to a lesser extent, Star Trek. Fuck these stupid ships that they have. Fuck all these stupid spaceships that are also totally bullshit. Like, I see the spaceships in Star Wars, and they look like gigantic turds flying through space. Like the Millennium Falcon, it's that one's okay. But, like, why does the spaceship have, like, all of these bumpy-ass gadgets covering the surface of it so you can't even tell how big it is? It's like, I see, like, in the first scene of Star Wars, right? The first one. I've never seen any of the new ones. I think it's... I've never even seen the ones from 2000. I only saw the first original three, and I saw them when I was 17. They're, They're all right. They're good. I thought they were good. Um... I got into Joseph Campbell because of them. So, you know, uh, who's the loser? Now I'm the loser, right? But when you see the spaceship coming into, after the long scroll of like in a long time ago galaxy far away, after that whole part, then you see a spaceship, right? And you see a spaceship where it's like there's all these little ass bumps that like represent I don't know cubby holes like when you see the spaceship coming it's like it's not a smooth spaceship it's com- it's there's all these little nubs and there's all these little fucking um it looks like balconies you can't tell there's all like the windows are small but then when you're inside the thing when you go to that scene it's like it looks kind of cramped same thing with Star Trek it's like how big is the fucking thing inside like, could at least, like, one guy be standing outside, like, maybe in, you know, a, a, a bee costume bathysphere with the sunglass front so that we can get an idea of how gigantic it is or how small it is? Because I do not understand the, the ship design. It looks like, it just looks like some guy with, like, a hard-on for space stuff just went crazy because, like... Again, the rules for space is like, okay, 
there's no gravity up there. So it does not matter what anything is shaped like. You can have it as a ball. You can have it as a cube. It doesn't have to be aerodynamic. There's no reason for a spacecraft to look like a point, right? Or to look like a cool car because there's no gravity anyway. So you can just fucking, like, you can just go any way you want and stop on a dime, right? Because it does not matter. You don't have to, there's no such thing as gravity. So there's no such thing as, like, um, like once the jets push you up into space, right? When they did the spacecraft, remember when we went to the moon or we went to like around the earth, the jets get you up there. But then once you're up there, you're just floating in orbit and then the jets can like help you come down. But it doesn't matter what you're shaped like. It only matters what you're shaped like when you come back down or you when you go up. Anyways, one thing that I'm not, one thing that you're not going to get from me is I'm not going to let all this space shit. I'm going to not let these people get away with all this space shit because I'm putting my foot down. You know, because I think this this space shit has gone on long enough and it's like it's fine. It's fine to just you know, look up into the sky and like think, "Oh wow, it's so cool like all those little all those little stars up there. That's cool." But then when you start to go take it a step further and being like, I actually want to go to space, it's like, shut the fuck up, dude. There's nothing there. The only thing that would be cool about space is if there was another habitable planet that has dinosaurs. That would be cool. Everything else except for that sucks. Another planet with a, with a society of humans? Fuck that shit. Yeah, that will be horrible to do. Watch. There'll be another planet inhabited by humans at some point in a somewhat identical timeline and but the only thing is because of like the the light refraction rays all the people are like l- different they look like fucking day glow colors so that like everybody on earth they would be racist against and if they found out that we were here everybody would be like then it would be like the it'd be like a wet dream for certain people who like fantasize about like um you know race revenge because then on the alternate planet of people who are like like neon green and like all this stuff it'd be a, it'd be a human planet but like something would be different where it's like the plants would be red like chlorophyll would be red and the people would be green and blue and stuff like that but then they would come to this planet with their technology and then they would like round everybody up and probably like do a best of version of like Holocaust plus colonization plus enslaving. And then there would be some people who would be like, yes, this is great. We deserve this, right? Because there's some people that like really think that like eye for an eye shit is good. I don't think eye for an eye shit is good. And I also don't think that like the communist concept of making your like three generations forward relatives pay for the sins of the fathers. I don't think that's cool. In North Korea, if your father, if your grandfather was um, like a political dissident, then his son and his son and his son all also have to be 
like in the concentration camp. I don't think that shit's fair because I don't know. I don't think that like it works that way. I don't think it's right. So, you know, to the horrors that have been happened on this planet um, from people, you know, uh, if you're born, you don't have a choice of like what body you're born into. That's a big thing now, not having a choice about what body you're born into and then like taking agency over your body. That's a big thing. But it does not extend to like what body you were born into when it comes to, um, you know, who's going to like who's going to like be punished for shit that that they were not alive for. I just think that uh, there's there. This is why religion. This is why like there's little aspects of religion that is actually good, but which there's a thing called forgiveness. There's a thing called like uh, treating other people as you would like to be treated, and that's that's on some golden rule shit, which is actually the only chill thing that religion ever did. But because we're humans, we're like unable to even follow through on a simple thing like that. And for that, I got to give them the wrong buzzer. So that's some parts that I feel about aliens. That's what I feel about aliens um, uh, and alien abductions, Richie Rich. Um, I feel like I really, I really uh, followed through on that um, concept. I think I did good on it. I'm actually going to actually give myself a ding because when I started this podcast, I was a little, uh, I was a little anxious one of the reasons, just like a little behind-the-scenes action, um, just a little behind-the-scenes action, um, is I've been living in this apartment for going on six years, and they changed the contract from a year contract. Actually, it's funny. like They hadn't updated the contract in years. I'd just been like paying rent. And then they changed the contract to a month-to-month contract. And I'm, like, anxious about that. I have to talk to my landlord and be like, yo, are you guys, like, like going to kick me out? Like, one month? Decide, like, any time that you want to just kick me out? What the fuck is that? Because, like, I actually like living here, and I pay my rent on time. I don't, I don't like, do anything. Um, so I was, like, anxious, and I wanted to talk to my landlord, and then uh, I didn't get to. And, um... So I went into this podcast being like, oh, well, what if they called during the podcast? Like, but still, even then, then I got to fucking have this conversation with them. So that was stressful. And then, um, anyway, so that's what I have to say about that. So I only have two more suggestions from Richie Rich, and then we will get the fuck out of here. And uh, I'll get, again, uh, thank you to everybody. Thank you to everybody who listens to this show. You know, this is a, it's, it's really great that, um, you know, if you like this show, then let me know. But we have to talk about reptilians, which I think, remind me, Richie Rich, uh, reptilians, are you talking about like reptoid people or are you talking about actually rep- reptiles? Because if you're talking about reptoid people, which are like, um, like another alien, I want to say fuck aliens and fuck space. But if you're talking about reptilians like the like reptiles, like cold-blooded creatures that are the precursor to mammals, you can say they're the OG mammals 
because they're the opposite of mammals. They're cold-blooded, unlike being warm-blooded. But what happened was, that's what nature did. Nature tried out being cold-blooded for a long time. They're like, you know what? This earth is only for cold-blooded killers. Not mean like, like killers, like cold-blooded fucking, you feel me? Like killers. But then they did, they were doing really good. Reptilians, not reptoids, but reptoid is a cool word. I don't know why. What I think is that the reptiles should reclaim the world, the word reptoid from the aliens. The aliens shouldn't be using reptoid. It's such a cool word. In fact, like who's to say that the dinosaurs weren't the original reptoids? But in any case, reptoid or reptilian, reptilian's a cool word too. Reptilians were the originals, so they ruled the damn planet, you know? They were going they were going for like 270 million years. You know how long that shit is? You know that humankind of all all of humans. And most of the time that that when I say humans, I'm talking about most of the time just a bunch of like Beast man style, hairy ass, um, fucking not even humans, not even humans as you know it, but just like fucking Cro-Magnon ass, dumb motherfuckers, right? Like hairy ass. I'm talking like full bush up to your belly button around, like just the bush goes wild all over the fucking legs, which, which listen, I'm all for, but I'm saying like cave style, cave style people. That's what humans were for most of the time. They only started, you go back 100 years, it's almost cave style. You go back 200 years, go back to the 1800s, you fucking have shit that you don't even recognize as as human lifestyle. Fucking blist, huge blisters on your hands from just churning butter all day. I'm talking about, you ever go to a whaling museum and see that gigantic, like, uh, like connects ball style, like spooling thing? that what a girl would have to do in like the 1700s, like, like some girl who, you know, fucking, she's looking to get married off to some guy with money, right? But you're both poor. Your fucking parents working whaling. And what do you got to do? You're holding up this gigantic whalebone contraption. You got to hold it out so you can spin yarn on it. It was a yarn spinner thing, right? And back then, it's like if you're a good guy, if like, you know, some guy in the town that like, I don't know, fucking wants to marry you and stuff like he would like help you wind the yarn on that on that yarn spool thing. And I know you guys are like, what the fuck am I talking about? And I say exactly because you you go back not too far. You go back 400 years, 300 years. And you have life that you fucking can't even construct in your mind because we have all this modern shit where it's like, oh, tw- 20 years ago, that's the oldest thing I can possibly think of. Like, like what, like Sonic Youth music style modem, like, that's like, you can't even comprehend how people could even live that way. So I'm talking cave people, like, that was even before that. And that's like most of humans that were ever. Most of humans were just cave style people. So, but, and we've only been around for one million years and most of it was cave style. 
think about the dinosaurs, reptilians, reptoids, right? They were around for 270 million years. They were going mad hard on the earth. They were just going, they figured out how to grow big. That's one thing that humans never did. Humans never grew big. I wish that humans grew big. How cool would it be? You ever see the 50-foot woman? You ever see that shit? The 50-foot woman. That that was a science fiction movie of the 30 of the 50s, 50s or 60s, I think, 60s, right? And it's about a woman through radiation who grows to be 50 feet tall. And not only that, but she was like a blonde woman with ample breasts. You know, just just a real a real corvette of a babe, but 50 feet tall. Now, can you imagine? Can you imagine the f- the first thing I think about when I think of what they should remake the 50-foot woman with like CGI and they should have a scene where she uses an actual man as a as a dildo and he has to stand really straight and it, at first he thinks it's going to be cool. Uh but but what happens actually in the movie that I'm just fantasizing of right now is that um, she has to actually wrap him in um, what do you call? She has to actually wrap him in uh, like what you would wrap like you know when they have to put a skid on a truck and they wrap it in that plastic that like saran wrap style plastic that like goes around a whole like skid of packages that goes on a shipping container right? That's what the guy in the in the movie. It's gonna be like almost like a like somewhat horrorish sort of because what happens is the guy he's like all psyched because he's gonna to get to like be a dildo and go into a woman's pussy head first, which sounds interesting, right? It almost sounds like almost being born too. That's weird, but then she puts him in like that saran wrap stuff and wraps him up, and then he suffocates. And gets rigor mortis. And that's how he becomes a good dildo. But he's wrapped up so the, the death poisons don't get in her pussy. I don't know. Like, this is just... That's what I thought of for some reason. <laughs> so, anyways, guys. Um, and so that's my... so. But the dinosaurs, they got to grow big. And growing big seems cool. Seems cool to be a gigantic-ass dinosaur. I just wish that we got to see that shit. I hope that the only cool part of space, like I said, is that maybe it one, maybe somewhere out there, um, somewhere out there is a planet with dinosaurs. One day we will find it in an infinite expanse of space. You know that song is from Fievel, which is um a Jewish mouse. That was back when you could actually have a Jewish mouse in a show and um half the population wouldn't like protest it for like um uh boycott uh sanction divest, you know, you know, kill all the Jews type protesting, you know. It was it was a simpler times back in the 80s. Okay. So, the last suggestion is fish. Uh, from from um, Richie Rich and and thank you guys. This has been I'm going over the the hour minute mark to do all five suggestions from Richie Rich. And if you like this show, and if you want me to talk about something, suggest I suggest that you go on 
at grading animals on Instagram and just DM me a suggestion because I will add it to the show. Um, yeah. Well, his last suggestion is fish. And I will say that um, I am a big fan of the ocean. The ocean was really one of my first loves as a child. Uh, I loved whales, which are not fish. But then I loved sharks, which are fish. And I just loved, you know, aquariums and and life um, underwater. And, um, and uh, you know, I always wanted to keep those things uh, close to me. Like, in, in all of my creative expressions, I always, like, have some type of nature shit. It always, like, I wouldn't even try to suppress it. It just comes out naturally. Like, I'll somehow um, involve some nature thing to be part of it. Um, and, uh, that's what I have to say about fish. So thank you so much for listening to the show and, um, we'll see, I'll see you guys next week, uh, which will be the day before the summer solstice, the longest day of the year. Uh, once again, this episode is coming out and it, and it is the week after the, the three year anniversary of grading animals. Thank you so much.